Welcome to the podcast that is guaranteed to improve not only your photography, but your mind, body, and spirit as well. Full of interviews with the top image makers in the industry, where we talk photography, drink whiskey, and fill up the bathtub with high life and PBR. So grab a juice box and a handful of unsalted almonds and get ready for the show. In this episode, we are joined remote style through Zoom. It's our first Zoom podcast with commercial photographer Chris Chrisman and also our co-host coming in from El Paso, David, the Dr. Parrish. Chris, thanks for joining us. Thanks for hopping on the podcast. Hey, Gary, thanks so much. Happy, uh, happy to be here with you guys. We, we love the opportunity and uh, excited to chat. Yeah, it's certainly an interesting time too. You know, we've kind of talked on and off over the years, and I'm, I've been following your work, which is just absolutely phenomenal. Thank um, you. Kind of give us a little background on what type of work you do, um, where you specialize, and kind of like your your journey into photography. Yeah, um, thanks for that as well. Um, you know, I, I've been a, a commercial photographer uh, going on about 15 years. Um, I started out as a uh, in in school in college. It was right at that cusp of uh, film going out the door, so to speak, and 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 digital uh, the real rise. And um, so I had a really great opportunity to to kind of uh, make the transition. Um, I worked for a, a couple different photographers for for about a year and a half right out of school, and then was. Um, uh, part of working with a, a, you probably know Bill Kramer of Wonderful Machine. Um, he brought me into his business prior to Wonderful Machine and we had a, a great um, great experience there and, and, and he's a he's, uh, really big influence. And then uh, have been shooting, um, you know, I started out with magazine portraiture. Um, personal projects have always been really important to me. Um, outside spaces. Uh, but really, like over the years, it's just been a kind of push ourselves into the next thing um, from from landscape that I love so much it was portraiture and from portraiture it was uh, you know a lot more studio but also environmental and then it was into lifestyle work um, and all the while always having a, a stylistic um, look and feel that was just something uh, that hopefully is a, is a signature to what we do um, and then added video um, and have been directing for about seven years. Um, our first uh, broadcast commercial we shot in 2012. Um, haven't done a ton of broadcast, but a lot of motion, I think, um, prior to uh, where we are now. Um, the pandemic, I would say 80% of our projects were, were video and there was a lot of um, kind of the sweet spot for us is we do a lot of healthcare. Um, and, and with that, you're, you're doing something that has a post heavy element, sometimes video, sometimes stills, um, really something technical that needs a, a problem solution, but then also filling out a broader library of lifestyle work, portraiture work, and really being kind of uber efficient. Um, that was, that was the place of our business prior to all this. And now, um, right now all, all of our focus is on what the future will look like as we all come out of this together. And, um, 
yeah, there's some some things I'd like to talk about today if we have the time. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, let's jump right into it. This pandemic has put creatives in a, in a tough spot. And it's, I don't think anyone really saw this coming. Um, I, obviously, the experts did. Uh, they've made movies about it. But how has this pandemic halted or changed or altered your 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 business and your your you know the money um it's it's serious um in uh, this particular period of time um really the first uh, end of february beginning of march i was just like hyper focused on what could go wrong in in our environment we had we had my um, essentially lieutenant and, and really partner in our business, Robert Lucen, who's an incredible producer, he was going on paternity leave. Um, we were releasing Women's Work, the, the book uh, with Simon & Schuster, the same week. Um, and then um, we were implementing a change in our overall model and, um, and separated from our commercial agent, Heather Elder. Um, and all within 10 days. Um, so we were just zoomed in on, on, on what was going on around us to not let um, the walls cave in, so to speak. So um, right around that time, we made, uh, we're, we're really thinking about this idea of what this is going to look like down the road and if we needed to, to start making solutions now. Um, and, and obviously, I'm very glad we did that. Um, but, you know, to speak to your real question of immediate impact, yeah, we had a, we had jobs booked and they're gone. Um, there we had some of them are on like a the big pause button, which is the most like unknown. Um, and then some of it is um, uh, we don't know. You know, some some jobs need to move forward with some art. And so I think some of you know I'm I'm seeing I'm hearing I'm talking to a lot of people and some things will move to illustration some things will move to CGI some things will will use a lot of great stock photography available um, on the whole for us um, we s most likely um, will begin pushing out overall campaigns um, that we have had stored away um, but our focus really like I said is um, right now is, is, is a time to, uh, it's not the time to gather, but making a solution that will be kind of a level one transition out of this. So, yeah. So I, it must've been last week sometime, uh, we had connected and, and texted a little bit and yeah. linked to something that you're working on. And I just remember thinking like, how the hell did you put this together so quickly? So <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. Like, cause it, it, I mean, honestly, it is a solution, uh, probably not immediately, not for next week, but as right. we graduate into uh, starting to see that money, starting to you know, see jobs be awarded, this is a solution to keep that curve you know, flattened, essentially. So let's, let's, let's dive right into it. Like, what is it? Yeah. Uh, um, you know, business-wise, our, our, um, our curve is already flat, right? Um, we're, we're there. Um, I think my biggest goals are, you know, we, we wanted to so make solutions for, for now. Um, the video we put out, uh, we shot on, I believe it was March, March 12th. Um, we 
started moving the gears on that on March 5th. So it was about seven days from uh, ideation to R&D very fast uh, and then actually shooting on the 12th. Um, and that was for, you know, what does this look like later, later um, down the road? I wish we, <laughs> there's a little bit of feedback that says I should have been more specific about this being maybe a four month solution uh, six month solution and beyond. Um, I could see a lot of protocols changing to a model like this in the future, way future. In the short term, you know, I, I want our industry to be able to work um, prior to four months, six months. Um, so, so one of the pieces of feedback I've received is like, well, you just can't shoot with people. So um, obviously that's, <laughs> that's a problem. Um, so I wanted to solve the idea of no one in the studio except the talent. And um, we've done that. Uh, um, we've done that theoretically. It's still using a lot of technology we were using before. Um, it's still, uh, it's using some new, new solutions. And um, I think the thing to focus on is I'm working, one, I'm saying no gathering, no, no, nobody working with anybody else in person, but really almost every role, every important team member that we worked with prior to this would be involved in that process. Um, you know, it, this is an industry hit, but this is a global economy hit. And I, and I believe that the people that supported you before, like we've got to, we've got to keep that cycle going as much as possible. And they all have really important roles. Yeah. So kind of what you, what's in the video um, and will that video be public now for people listening to this? Can they go to your page and watch it? So, so the, so the level three video is on our page. It's also on our YouTube. Um, it's pretty easy to find now and hopefully you can link, link to that one um, after this. Um, the, the level, the level one video um, we are in production, um, but shooting a video of the thing that you are starting from scratch, but actually can't make <laughs> you, you, no one in the same space would do it. We like, we, we don't want to, right? So we have to shoot, like we have gear here, we have gear here. So you're, you're, you're applying the new protocol for cleaning gear, getting that in one place. Um, the idea that like literally, I'm not going to be in the studio. Like I'm going to virtually be the photographer. We're going to operate everything uh, at a distance. So we're, we're we're taking our time to do the right thing and be as responsible as possible with with all the messaging, um, but also just kind of keeping our ears open. Um, you know, we put this out there publicly as quickly as we could, just to get innovation and get uh, like throw this idea out and and let other people come up with other solutions. I mean, this is, a, again, a whole industry problem. And really, it should, you know, transcend more than just photography industry. Um, yep. So um, we'll get we'll get that out there as soon as we can. But it's it's yep. it's complicated. Um, and, and really, uh, you know, if I'm here, and I'm shooting someone there, or shooting, you know, working out the meta level of this is is pretty wild. So we're, we're getting close. Sounds crazy. Yeah, two weeks, two weeks. I mean, if we put a man on the moon 60 years ago, this shouldn't be that big of a fucking problem, right? So what you're talking about is, you know, Zoom, a collaborative video 
direction and feedback loop where everyone has access to kind of a clear picture, clear communication, clear direction to create digital assets. So you mentioned, kind of walk me more through, you said you're not there. So you're in the room with the talent or you're not in the room with the talent? I'm not in the room with the talent. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a strange organizational system here. I'm, I'm talking about levels. I think level one is like, there's only talent. We, in the studio, only talent. So everything in the normal production just gets pulled out like an accordion. So like there's a real pre-light that's happening with either just myself or just my first assistant. There's a real digital tech. They are off. They are not on site. Um, there is everyone we used before. Like we, 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 we have an incredible wardrobe stylist. Um, a lot of them across the country, you know, they are, they are critical, but instead of, Hey, here's, here's the talent. Here's the talent sizes, go shop. It's here's the talent, start working with the talent, you know, utilize their existing wardrobe. This is what we're going for. And, and that communication, which, you know, we thought this would be so hard, but it's kind of like forcing the video conference. You're, you're utilizing more tools. You're able to be visual, you know, you're able to show like in real time, let's talk, let's work through each problem as it comes up. So, you know, being specific about what the wardrobe, the desired wardrobe is. Yes, we need to be more specific in the pre-production, but when you go into the actual shoot, you know, it's, it's, it'll be dialed in. Um, there will be more, you know, I think like a, if a wardrobe stylist had, two shop days, two shoot days, and a return day. Now they're gonna have, uh, you know, two shoot days, uh, two or three, maybe four days on the front end, um, and the return days are really just coordination of of actual talent sending back um, web purchase only wardrobe. Um, Again, details we're working out, um, you know, but that's all that does slow it down and, but it's it's we're finding ways to speed it speed it up so does this sound do i sound like i'm from another planet no how are you controlling like are you remote controlling a camera then or or how are you doing that in 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 which part uh like so so you said that like you're not physically there when you're shooting the, the model or shooting the talent yeah um we are and um in, a, in another, in, in a week or two, we will we'll be happy to have some, uh, our main uh, tech guy on this. Um, right now, while we're doing this, he's having another meeting um, you know, with someone in the, the real broadcast uh, uh, live stream, like that life, that AV big conference. Yeah. You know, those guys are super talented and that's their lane. And so we're trying to recruit some people from that lane into what we're doing because a lot of them don't have any work right now. And, and they, you know, for different, we all want to go back to work. Like we all want, right. this has been an incredible industry, incredible run. And, and anyone in any industry, you know, we, we know how missed, how much we missed it, you know, um, or we miss it now and how much we, we cared for it now. So like, the the collaboration as a whole has been has been wild across industries and how we're we're kind of getting an opinion from here and then talking to this person about this and then bouncing this off it's a whole different world right look at us yeah <laughs> here we are is the idea to create a product or a suite of hardware and software and instruction 
and then license or sell? Or is just the idea is to create it so we can get back to work as usual and we're able, you know, to give this ability to the companies and the talent and, you know, the photographers? Yeah, I mean, what's what originally was driving and is, is and is still really driving it for me is is um there's there's to be honest there's some amount of fear and there's some amount of panic, but it's not it's not exclusively for me. Like I've got a pretty big team to support, but then our clients are are you know if they don't have the if they can't do what they normally do, their teams start to shrink and jobs go away. And so as a whole, we're trying to, to, to preserve those um, as far as like something that is monetized on my end, like a product, I, you know, it's just not for me, that doesn't, I'm not, I'm not stimulated by that, to be honest, you know, like I, I'm not in this, in this, at this moment, it's all, we're keeping it all open. Some of the things that I'm not saying are because what I found although we've got an incredible amount of praise, be, what we put out there is more than ever hyper-criticized and it's um, devoid of context. You know, does that make yeah. sense? In that, yeah. like, you know, level, that level three shoot that we did, I was never at any point being like, hey, we can just, this will do it. Just <laughs> run in there and put, uh, put some gloves on the hair makeup stylist and we'll stand far apart. Like, that's not a solution today. And it wasn't intended to be. Um, but again, you know, that's probably a four or six month thing. Let's hope for that. Um, but you know, when you're doing something that is really pushing outside the process and the protocol that you've ever done, then it's, it's like a kind of wonderful world of solving problems and seeing new problems. And when we come out of this fully, there are some things that will apply to our business that who knows? Um, I, I, I've, I've got one that is just like, I'm not going to share it right now. Cause again, I have to test all the tech and everything is moving slow to get us pieces of things. But, um, I like my role as photographer and how I operate as a photographer two months ago, I see in the future, even when we're out of this being very, very different. So, but that's just so me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what roadblocks have you run into so far in, you know, for anyone listening, who are you currently looking for uh, to help or, or what solutions do you guys need? Um, I, I think right now it's, it's more like dig into what I'm trying to say about here's everything that we can share. Here's the inspiration why we're sharing it and dig into your own problems. Like I'm not, everyone had their business before and they knew how they solved and how they served and going forward, anything that you glean from us and you can apply it to you, like that moves our economy, again, responsibly, number one, safety, number one, and, and, then, and then moving things forward. If, if 100 people are moved forward by 10 days, that's, that's real because those 100 people can then activate another 100 people. And, and, and the impact, the domino effect of that is like, come on. It's just so easy to process. You know, it's, it's exciting. Um, you know, I, I'm enthusiastic about this. Um, but you know, I, it, there is still that there's the still panic sitting back here. Um, we want to, we want to do as much, have as much impact as we can. And then, you know, we'll sort it out in the wash as far as recruiting more people. Um, 
I'm processing it all as much. <laughs> I, I'm recruiting about one person a day for the last 10 days. And it's, it's really amazing to see how much people want to help. And it's, um, I think we appreciated, I, I think there's a comfort in working, you know, do you feel that? Oh yeah. I mean, so much. Of, yeah. I mean, for sure. Your identity is wrapped up in who you are. And when you lose that and you don't, you know, have anything to do and you're stuck at home. And I think one of the common denominators that I'm seeing in all these zoom meetings is like, you'll see a, a kid jump in the background. You're like, no, come on, daddy's working. <laughs> it's just like adjusting to that time, you know, with your kids. Like, you know, my daughter just walked in, uh, you know, home from uh, kind of like her online school and right. she's done. But normally I wouldn't be home at this time of the day. I wouldn't be home till you know, five or six. It's like, you know, just trying to find that my place, I guess, in this yep. new life, which is, ex you know, part of it's exciting because it's this new thing that you're not used to because, you know, first, you know, at certain times in your life, you get used to something and you kind of get run down, right? Um, so this is exhilarating <laughs> for everyone, whether it's a good or bad thing. Um, and just trying to find your just creative voice to continue it. And for so many people lost your income and your kind of identity is, you know, tied to that career. So I love the idea of hearing, you know, you're trying to create a solution. Yeah. So you know, if there's obviously you're going to need some clients for this. So are you looking for test clients that might want to shoot with this that might have, you know, a little bit of a budget left over to kind of test this? Um, I, you know what? My immediate clients, um, and that, this sounds crazy. Um, yes, I'm looking for all the clients uh, in the short term. Uh, no, we we are we have a we have a handful. Um, again, I work in healthcare, uh, pharmaceuticals. Like I do, we do a lot of that advertising work. Um, and there's other really incredible clients that are outside of that too. But but the way the way it works effectively, and how we're trying to impact is the idea that as a brand that's been developed, being developed for, you know, 15 years, uh, five years, six years at this certain phase that they had like a announced street launch date of, you know, call it September 10th or something. Um, you know, they have a lot of FDA approvals. They're at that last stage of, of getting the marketing, both, you know, the verbiage and the visuals approved and they have like their slotted, you know, hey, number 72, you're up. And if they don't have that there and ready to go, they loop back in line. Um, and if, you know, I, there are very few products in that sector that I, I, I think are, um, they all matter. Um, it's, it's all unique and, and uh, each one is taken a whole lifetime. That's, that's many people's careers to get to that point. So that's, that's the level of familiarity I have with, with that. Um, as far as other things, yeah, I think, I think we'll be looking to, <clears throat> my hope, um, you know, there is such a production rollout of this. Um, once, if, if we were able to obtain a uh, exemption to, to be working, um, then I think we would have a very, very busy month in May, but it's, it's also a lot of educating because whereas, you know, before we were a hundred percent efficient and every year that hundred, you know, maybe, maybe we were, it depends on the, again, the context, but if we were 
uh, our 100% in 2019 was extremely productive. Um, and now this first level one solution, it's not, it's not pretty, you know, it, 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 but it gets, it creates, it creates a studio shoot with talent that are very specific, that would be very um, specific to a brand. Again, one model in a studio at a time. And then you'd be, I would be pairing with a post house. Um, it would be CGI created backgrounds, um, images from our library for compositing. I mean, it's very similar to a lot of our work before. Like we go, you, if you look on our portfolio, there is, a, you know, I would say more work shot in studio than on location. Maybe it's 50, 50. Um, so, yeah, I want to bring up something you, you mentioned and that's obtain an exemption to work. And, um, like what exactly does that mean? Is there a, a law right now that is preventing certain people from doing certain things? And then I know it's state by state, but mm -hmm. you know, what does that mean for you? And like, what do you know about your state that you're in right now about preventing you from working? Oh, uh, so in Pennsylvania, we are considered a non-essential business. And so um, it, it, it's hard. Where, where the restrictions are coming from, you know, that it's, it is a state mandate currently, and we're seeking an exemption for that. Um, and with that, we're, we're trying to put in a protocol of safety first. And at the the most important factor of that is all of our productions are insured. Our clients from their end need to be insured. You know, the agencies need to be insured and it needs to come all together at the same time. So these, you know, in diving deeper and deeper and deeper to move something forward together down the road, you're realizing the problems now are, are they take in a lot of departments. So um, step one of, of being allowed, then we can report up the chain this is the protocol we we produced ourselves to be exempt let's talk to your insurance agent let's you know our insurance agent that is another conversation that another uh couple people from our team are having right now as well um talking with our uh main insurer about okay what are the problems with this and what you know the next step you know once we move to i'm in the studio talents in the studio what what is it is it a physical barrier are we shooting for plexi are we um am i in a, a a cube am i you know is there is we we can we can solve it like we can all solve it um yeah it, i mean I, I, go ahead sorry no no, no i think good. i think that i think the most awesome thing about this is that you know again like gary's saying we've been on so many of these calls yeah. uh with zoom and so many people are just basically like eh. I get it's a wash, you know, like I'll, I'll get back to it whenever I get back to it. And I think the overall over uh, arching message that we've been pushing is just like, okay, so what can we do? Like, what can you do? So let's, let's stop focusing on the can'ts and let's talk about what we can do in this moment to get back to work and start doing at least something. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's doing screen captures and, and doing tutorials that way. So I think it's, I think it's just really refreshing to hear somebody being like, okay, well, here's the rules. And now we're going to figure out how we can get as close to what we used to do as humanly possible. Even if it means I have to build a plexiglass box and stuff myself in it with a camera sticking out to it. Like I'm again, labs have protocols to deal with this stuff all the time. Why, why can't we? So yeah, I think it's really refreshing to hear that. I, I, I love hearing that as well. Um, thank you. Um, we, 
we're human and we all adapt quickly and we adapt well. And this isn't like 2008. That was one sector financial only and that affected everyone. But this right. is, this is, this is global universal. We're all playing with a new set of rules. Now, locally state, you know, there are some different rules and, and people will, it'll move. Uh, um, and it's like, no matter what, once again, safety, responsibility, like I'm trying to do things for our clients and our team. But if I were to put someone in harm's way or danger, like what's the, you know, spite your nose. You know, what's that one? Go? Yeah. So, so I, I love hearing that. I think that's it. Like, but, and also, I got to say, like, I, if this is really hard time, it, like, and how any individual is processing this to take care of their themselves first and to take care of their core and their family, that's, that's priority one still. Like, I love, I want, you know, I want more people to move, but you've got to have that in you to be like, this is what I should be doing right now. And like, I, yeah. I, I'm inspired let's go forward. But if you feel like, like I need to spend more time jumping on the trampoline with my kids like that, that's amazing too. Right. So hopefully we move a lot of people and hopefully most importantly that we're, we're, we're still supporting each other, no matter what you choose to do with this time, like anything positive, you know, I'm seeing like, you know, I, I was uh, the, the cross industry things that are happening are like, we will be affected by this in some some un unfortunate ways, but like we're gonna come out of this with like, holy, we we made it through that together and look at the innovation and look at the new ways we're doing and look at the partnerships and look at the love, you know? It's, it's gonna be, it's going to be great. Um, and we'll get there, we'll get there. You can cuss on this show, this is not a family show. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't. I, I, I cuss um, much more than I'm showing right now. I'll say that. So um, there's a lot of, it's hard to figure out where to get information now. You're getting a lot of it, but it's almost like a fire hose. So yeah. you mentioned earlier, you figured out that your sector was a non-essential. Where did you go to figure out that specific information? An advisor? Is there, is there like a state website that people can go to? Yeah, um, the, the, the government in our state, um, the leadership uh, has been really strong. So again, I think it was right around, it was real early that, that I had some, some personal, um, uh, not, not, nothing in our family, no, no, no contractions, but like things around our world. Like you, you're worried about your kids when you're hearing weird things. So you're, so you're just, your ears are very open, but I will say the communication lines um, and the leadership in the state in particular has been incredible. Um, I felt like a number of the governors have really been incredible leaders, Ohio and um California and, and Andrew Cuomo in New York and, and Governor Wolf uh, closest to home, of course, just, just really been strong. So, you know, how people are processing this is, is a response to what the leadership is. And I think when you have, um, you know, if you have mixed messages in that leadership, it gets pretty, it's, it's confusing. I mean, this is hard to process on the whole, but then you add like one leader saying, Hey, it's fine. And one leader is saying, lock it down. Um, so, so it's, it's, it's a mandate. Um, 
we have another, my wife is um, uh, a developer and designer and we, um, we have a property that's just really, really going to be amazing space that she's been working on. It was just about go time for like the, like demo was done, initial framing was done, ready to go. And it was cut. And so she was working a little bit ahead on, on what the, the rules were on that and, um, and trying to get that team going again. Um, you know, to me, um, is incredible. You know, it's a little off topic here, so I'll, I'll, I'll reel that back in. <laughs> no, it's good. So, yeah. I mean, outside of it just being a, a super, you know, dick thing to, to keep doing, to be out in public and to keep, what actually happens if you're caught working? Like, I don't, I, I, I don't know, but I, you know, for me again, you know, we do kind of larger scale production so again the bigger they get the more risk you have in uh in a normal climate so so we, we have to be very vigilant i think um you know I, i'm just re recommending like again this i know it's fearful to 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 have to say no um but if it's not within the rules you know is it really is it really worth it um and and again it it um it, it was here early. I mean, it was in, in, in the States, it was Washington state, particularly early, um, as I remember it. And then it just, you know, this is, it, it's come on really strong and, and the next two weeks are going to be really, really important. Um, as far as, I, I don't know, it's a confusing time. I went to, um, target on, uh, on Saturday. I, I didn't want to, we've been doing everything online and, and had really nice, strange process. You know the the switch. I don't know if you're dealing with this yet. Of like, we have to give you a substitution. It's it's cool if it's like, okay, this was one type of this thing. Here's the other one. But it's like you couldn't get black beans, but now we're gonna get uh, sweet peas. You know, it's like it's a little bit of a jump. But that only happened once. But anyway, <clears throat> I went out to Target to pick up a, a an online order, and and I was like, if it's if it's not crowded, I'm going to go in and see if they have more stuff and just kind of get a little ahead and think about the rest of our team. Maybe we can do some drop, you know, drop offs. Um, and uh, I did it and I was just kind of shocked. Like, you know, I, I didn't see a lot of people um, working there that were not a lot of masks. I went in looking like a unique character from Fortnite. You know, like like this mask and these weird goggles, and I got like a pink gloves like on, and had like done disinfectant, and like you know, it was. I, and I wasn't the only person that looked that wild, but I felt like that was the responsible play, and I felt more secure doing it. I was never a germaphobe. I don't know until now. <laughs> I, I, I all behaviors now are yes, I'm a germaphobe. I'm looking forward to not being a germaphobe someday, um, not today. So, uh, yeah, it's wild, you know, everyone's perception, because again, like there's not one clear voice of leadership, um, that is, is working ahead, uh, to slow, slow it down. I think it's getting a lot closer though, which I think is, is, is great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm having a hard time figuring out what we can do or so not working in public. It's not business as usual, but what are the rules now for just going to target? Like how, like walking in the park, you know, I, I saw someone post in San Francisco. If you stand too close to someone, you can get like a $600 fine. Yeah. You know, somebody was out surfing and I saw a post of some surfer getting a, a big ticket. So like, 
what's the difference between surfing and then, you know, going to a park and walking with my daughter, even though if I'm, you know, standing away from everyone. And then on top of that, there's 50 different states. So there's 50 different rules. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's so confusing, right? Um, I, you know, our practice um, has been try to limit as much as possible um, as, as a, like outside exposure. We live in a, um, it was like a 1950s development in the, in the burbs outside of Philadelphia. And um, I see a lot more people out walking and it's cool, but um, I'm seeing, I know when someone is, they live in the same house because they're walking next to each other like like you would expect. And then I know when you're doing a meetup with a friend and there's like this 10 feet walking, which gets a little complicated because the road's only so wide. So people were like uh, avoiding in a, in a neat way. And what it does in that sense is it, it makes a nice laugh and you're connecting with people that feel a little bit extra disconnected at the moment. So that that's cool. Um, you know, I, I, I did see that somehow, maybe it was an Apple News thing about the Manhattan Beach, someone getting fined. I think it's the idea that like, everyone take this seriously because it's not that, that idea of flatten the curve is like, if we all get on the same page, it really, that like, we'll be back out of this. If we don't get out, that's what I, that's based on stats and numbers and what we think we know about this right now. Right. It's a, it is a SARS. It, it is a coronavirus. It's very similar to SARS. Um, and those behaviors, you know, will help, but we're learning as we go. Right. Um, I don't know. I you didn't have the beach thing. So you guys have a good memory of what SARS was like, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. I don't really remember that at all, which makes leads me to believe that. I mean, was it, how big of a thing was it that you guys can remember? It was a, it was a, it wasn't as big of a deal for America, but I think everybody was still freaking out, kind of projecting like what happens when it comes here. It wasn't quite like the Ebola scare was where people were like, you know, this is, this has now made it to America. Um, at least as I remember. Yeah. Um, not, not a huge impact. The, the, when I'm referencing SARS, it was like in my early research about, like trying to understand um, COVID-19. And so, um, you know, let's think about this again. Like, you know that very early and, and probably some people might still be saying this, it's like, oh, well, they're making like linear comparisons and data to, to oh, it's the flu, it's the this, it's the this, and this only did this, so let's not take this seriously. And, and like with SARS, for example, um, the long-term effects of those that actually contracted it and recovered, um, there's some there's some negative long-term on a cardiopulmonary system. So, like, you know, the flu, we expect to get the flu every year, and that's just a, a part of, of life. We, we, we take a vaccine, that limits the overall, that's less spread. But this, you know, like, what if we see it as something more serious? Will we all take it more seriously? Um, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, one thing that blew me away that I've been trying to always talk about other people um, is that the flu that we get every year is always evolving. And that was actually a human based flu. Right. So we had natural um, and feel free to correct me at any point because I'm certainly not a doctor, but this helped me kind of understand. Um, so that's a natural based immunization built into us that, and it's always kind of evolving. We have a vaccine. 
But the crazy shit about COVID-19 is it made the jump and started in an animal and then I guess changed again in order for humans to give it to other humans. And then now there are two different strains of it from what I've read and understand. And that's that I, I could be just spewing yeah. more information, but like we have no, there's now like, yeah, there's like eight strands now. There's eight. What I was okay. reading this morning. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, and I don't know what their various degrees are, but yeah, that's the scary thing. And so like when we start talking about how it's impacting people and you'll notice that, you know, now they're starting to tell you things about like, if you're younger, uh, you know, first it was kind of like, well, if you're not old, then I guess it's okay. Uh, even though I'm not sure how that was ever okay. But, uh, you know, there was at least some talk of if you're older now, they're saying like, you know, there's people my age that are legitimately dying from this thing. And I'm like, yeah. hey, that's, that's insane. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, and the news is coming at us so fast. I think if, you know, and, and to, I am not, I'm actually missing a lot of news right now because we're so, we're just grinding on, on these ideas and again, bringing more people in and, and, um, uh, and, and, you know, wanting to serve our clients and want to, you know, put some inspiration while producing this over here and, and a little bit of um, spreading the message and trying to, you know, I'm trying to gain most of the information specifically to what we're trying to solve. Um, and then outside of that, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think that like listening to the doctors, um, important, listening to the science, important, um, trying to, uh, and trying to care for each other and be, um, let, let, let everyone be who's processing it, however they are, um, as long as you're following the bit, the big, big ideas. Well, let's talk about something positive. What was like, your I, wanted biggest, to, I was trying to push us there. <laughs> what, was, what was your biggest win of 2019? Like what, what was a project that really stood out for you that you were, you know, it was your, your favorite or most profitable or whatever that might be. Um, you know, we had an incredible year on the whole. Um, we track our, um, we track our bids, we track our wins, we track our losses. Um, you know, uh, it was interesting. <laughs> we had a few cancellations that those are big, wonderful wins. Um, cancellations in 2020 are very different than cancellations in 2019, you know, uh, cancellations in 19 were about, um, like, uh, we didn't have it organized right in 2020. It's, it, you know, it's going to be a different, um, it's going to be a different, uh, protocol on some of those things. Um, but the good news stuff, I don't, you know, we had some really large scale um, photo plus video plus CGI and visual effects projects that were really cool solves that I loved. Um, I think the projects that, that I were like the most rewarding were like good communication and camaraderie the whole way through. And the ones that weren't, they just became drama situations. And I think, you know, we'll, we'll be able to lean into the, the people that are, you know, better communicators coming out of this. Um, you know, I was working on uh, women's work. I was working on 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 our book uh, quite a bit in '19, and and we finished production on that in the fall. And that was a that was a real marathon and, and a wild finish, but we we got it there. Um, and that's something I'm I'm so proud of. And um, like the rewards of that uh, will 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 come 
down the road and, and, and I know they're helping some people right now. So, so there's that. And then I did a, a quick trip to um, Oaxaca down um, in uh, the state of Oaxaca, but also city of Oaxaca in, in Mexico. Um, and I, that was just awesome. Like I, I'm a big uh, fan of Mezcal and um, really over the last two years kind of got into that and it, you know, really wanted to go shoot a project. That was so cool. I did have 18 hours in the fetal position, but besides that, it was, it was really one of my, one of my all time favorite shoots. So <laughs> what? what's the story? Like we got to know the story. You just can't drop it in there and just walk away. Like why were you in the fetal position for 18 uh, you hours? You know, like there, there are, um, there was it mescaline. It, it yeah. was um, mezcal, mezcal. Uh, we, uh, it was, it, it, I, I'm a big fan. If you, if you, uh, if you want some recommendations on on anything like that, there's some really good sites that uh, actually there's a there's a um, a company that is t- delivering to your door um, single single producer mezcals that are really incredible. It's called um, uh, Maguey Malate, and and you can send that link later. So um, you should you should check them out. So anyhow, uh, we were working with them when we were down there. Uh, it was a personal project, but it was tied in with them. We have um, a good partnership going on. So anyhow, um, yeah, we we were just making it happen, you know, like a little more guerrilla style. And um, we had had a real, like, real hard morning on shoot one of the days. I think it was shoot day, shoot day two or shoot day three. And uh, or on shoot day two, we stopped at a roadside um, restaurant and, and had lunch. And um, I was midway through eating and I looked over at the other table and there was like, like um, a colony of flies on the table. And I was just like, man, maybe I should, maybe we should like have went just a little further down the road or something. But um, it was really tasty. But the next morning when we were shooting at sunrise, it was, um, my stomach was, I was breaking down. It was brutal. Um, and so, you know, 18 hours and we were back at it, uh, the next day and had like caught up, uh, it was our last day of shooting and, um, incredible, incredible experience. You know, I'm looking at your website right now. I'm going to see if I can share this puppy on the screen. If that's all right with you, we can maybe just of go course. through. Thank you. Your homepage. Oh yeah. Here we go. There it is. You guys see that, all right? Absolutely. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Now I can't see what I'm sharing. It's okay. You're good right there. It it did a little bit of a scaling thing. Um, Okay. So that's good right there. You guys can see just your portfolio? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Let's go full screen. Yeah. There you go. And that's like, that's a mix of different personal projects. Like this was a boxing project in, uh, in Philadelphia, shot at uh, famous Front Street, Street Gym. You may recognize that from Creed. Um, really incredible space. And it was a video stills project that we, uh, we did one shoot day and it was just perfect and loved it and really amazing fighters, these, these guys. Um, and this is from Women's Work. Um, this was a, there's also a mini doc. This is Sadie Samuels. She has an incredible story of 
uh, our shoot day, like a real, again, a grinder with uh, myself and, and, and uh, Robert and Ezra. And uh, she was not feeling well and thought she just like had a hangover or something. And she, it turned out she had appendicitis. And like she did a whole day of, of lobster fishing and a shoot with us and then went to the hospital. <laughs> so. so women's work, you've, you've talked about this a few times. Um, I have yet to uh, take a look through it, but um, let's, let's talk about this. Where did this come from? And oh, so yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was 2000, early 2016. Um, I, I uh, was in, in New York for a, um, a portfolio show, a meeting with uh, our producer. And uh, we just kind of, a little bit of small talk about Philadelphia um, and, and just kind of moved to, oh, she was like, oh, th- I have a friend that just moved to Philly. She was a, a designer, a web designer, uh, graphic designer, and, and she wanted to make a change and decided to be, um, she wanted to become a butcher. And I was just, you know, there was a kind of a gut reaction of, wow, I've never met a female butcher. Um, and then that started, a, oh, I'd, I'd really love to make that picture. And then, um, you know, two weeks later, we're photographing Heather Merrill Thomason. Um, and then it just was like, this is an incredible project. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it. Uh, our team was seeing it. You know, the women we were working with were seeing it. And it was a, it was a, it was a life changer for, for us, for me, um, and such cool opportunities. Like right there, I mean, this is, <laughs> these are sisters that are like the top level stunt women in Hollywood, um, Heidi and Renee, and like, uh, <laughs> it's wild. Like, like uh, Captain, uh, Captain Marvel, um, like, you're looking at her. Um, it just such such cool people to be around. Um, yeah. And then next picture is actually um, a portrait of my mother, which um, you know there was a little bias, but uh, it was really amazing <laughs> to, for her to uh, be part nothing of it. Wrong with that. What's that? I said nothing wrong with that. Nothing no, wrong with no, bias. no. Yeah, it's all it's all good. We actually did a uh, an interview right before all of where we're at now, um, right before that, that was, um, on marketplace. And she was, she was incredible. And like, um, I actually, it wasn't on with intention, but I, I think she, for a second thought she got jammed on a question with, with Kai Rizdal. And it, we, it wasn't that he, he was, he was amazing, but I was like, Oh man, what's she gonna, what's she gonna. And she just came out of it with like, she took the route of love and it was like the best answer to a question I've ever heard and uh, made for such a cool spot. So, yeah, this was this was amazing. And the, the, this right here with Heather, that this is the first picture um, from the whole project. And, uh, you know, that's that spawned everything else. So, um, yeah, it was cool. We released that as a project in the fall of 2016. Um, and if you remember political history in the fall of 16 it was timely you know i i didn't have the foresight of of, of releasing it at that exact moment but it it, it kind of hit like a viral cycle and um right through the holidays which was cool and and a lot of fun interviews i think we had interviews or, or, or articles anyway in like 17 countries and then we ended up um signing with the with a book agent and then um, I was a little like on the fence of going the full, like doing the book for a few different reasons. Cause my kids were a little younger and already was going to be on the road so much with our commercial, like primary commercial business. But um, my, my agent was um, 
pretty, pretty, uh, pretty vocal on like, you committed to do this. And I was like, yeah, I've never not done something I committed to do. So here we go. And I, I recruited a, a writer um, who, who was who just kind of helped me get through the proposal process. Cause I don't, you know, I don't think I'm particularly a, a, a strong writer. I didn't, didn't in the past. And so, um, you know, in, in this book, I wanted to keep my, you know, my voice as an opinion out of it as much as possible. It's, it's my voice is in the, in the visuals, right? Cause I'm, I'm a visual storyteller. Um, this is, you know, this is the, the voices of the women not edited by me at all. And, um, and I have writing and uh, on three pages or four pages in the entire book. So uh, it's really kind of collecting and, and building a team uh, or building a squad that, that um, incorporated all them to make this, this, this a book. So. Well, so what would you do differently if you had to do another book or do this one over? What would, how would you do it differently? Um, that's an awesome question. Um, I would, uh, there were some people that, that, you know, we were able to do work from, use work from the original project, new work, and also some legacy work. There were a couple of people that I really wanted to be part of it um, that I'm bummed weren't. But, you know, going forward, if we were to do another, um, I could see a, I could see a path with, with bringing some of them on. And, and I think our path for recruitment um, will be a little stronger after this. So, you know, we'll see. Um, it's hard, you know, it's our job. This is a really interesting conversation about this because, you know, I'm, I'm shooting people in, you know, the four corners of our, of our country. Um, we had plans to shoot some people in other countries for this, but like, that's a, that, you know, me to go there to do that every time. Um, that was, you know, I can't even see that right now. Um, and putting that, like how long that collection would take going forward. So, We'll see. I, I'm I'm excited about what the future holds, and um, like I said, what with 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 the virtual shoot, that whole idea, like things we're doing now, you know, I I will be so excited when we're back to where we were. But I think we'll do some new cool things because we never thought about it in in a totally different way. We were always doing these innovative solutions, and they're all job specific. But the lane and the language was always really very similar. And then we're like, okay, if we want to solve that one thing, let's do this or try this. Or and but you still had to get a chain of sign off up, you know, with clients and our agencies and then their clients and maybe legal and stuff like that. So we'll make some pretty wild solves. Um, and we, we've got other things in the pipeline. I don't want to talk about until we know we can do them how we, how we want to do them. But again, just to encourage that, like, I don't, I said it before, I don't, I don't know how everyone did their specific jobs, but, but, you know, get out there, um, try and find solutions. I was, I was thinking about like, um, like the, like the wedding business. I'm talking to some people from there because that's a huge industry, right? The, 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 the overall. And like, you know, what we did with, you know, some of the ideas that we showed with um, level three that's on our site and, and YouTube pl- combined with it, some of the things I'm talking about with level one, like I think, I think there's, there's solves there. And maybe, you know, again, like maybe it's not the classic, maybe it's not the classic weddings happening right now. I don't know that industry. Um, I can't speak for any of them, but um, maybe there's a new thing and maybe there's a new solve and maybe like you're, you're able to just help your clients with day to day. Like maybe I, I don't know. Um, 
maybe I'm, I've been trying to work with like our, you know, my, my kids teachers and trying to find better solves. Like just having this, having a single light source up there and having this backdrop, like I don't expect people to do that, but like been pushing some of my friends that are not, <clears throat> or really anyone that comes in our Zooms of like, hey, here's an idea. And you guys look great and you have a nice lighting setup that's actually beautiful. <laughs> um, but you know, can you imagine um, <clears throat> your whole career, let's say you worked at a consulting firm and like this C-level person, there was a view, there was such a projection of who that person was. And all of a sudden, this is the new office, the one we're in right now. And that person right. comes in and, and again, like there's like a cat uh, swinging around the ceiling fan and, you know, a naked baby running by and, you know, things like that that are just so wild. So I think if, you know, over the next few weeks and, and couple, maybe a month or so, I think some more virtual, a lot of Zoom, uh, a lot of WebEx, a lot of, there's a ton of platforms, obviously, um, like seeing some uniformity and some like lock the space down a little bit more, whether it's a bed sheet and a lamp in front of you or, or like you have a window and then a bed sheet, just something. I think that'll be. I think that'll be comforting. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, I think. I think a lot of this is. I think we're going to see some long-term impact from this. I think a lot of companies are realizing some things like what is possible. Uh, and yes. and and kind of to your point earlier, you know, we've always done these things because this is how we were taught to do them. Yeah. But we were never forced to get into this space where those possibilities were no longer possibilities. So now what yeah. um and so since we're here i think i think we will see a lot of stuff change in the future where people are going to be potentially leaving things like this because some things worked better i've already talked to a couple of friends who you know their companies have more or less said you're never going to work from the office ever again because this is actually cheaper for us and this is actually more efficient for us and so we just didn't know before because it was everybody would just come here yeah. um so i do think that there will be some stuff long term that will be definitively different uh you know and, and who knows yeah all like you're, you're talking about before it's we're really pushing into this well i think we're not the people who are leaning forward and saying how can instead of i can't Love they're that. really going to change the game completely um and they'll be the people that emerge from this stronger because they were marketing for tomorrow today and they were yep. figuring out how to serve their clients today so um yeah. and then god forbid we ever have to do this again but if we do then at least you know some people will be in a stronger position yeah i just you know why we did this thing was why we made that first video for down the road was like that's the only way I could see it. Like I learn visually, I tell the story visually and, and really I had to show it. And I, that was like the push, like, I, like how are we going to figure this out if we have, if we're separated? So like literally the process of making the video was like fully understanding how that thing would work. And then opening that door, you're just like, we were super again, hyper-focused on it. And then it was like, boom, 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 all these other ideas. So um, I'm, you know, the, like I love all the projects that are coming out, like some of the cool, like in your neighborhood, long lens distance, those are like so cool. And it's, and that's great. I think for me, it was just how we operate and how, you know, I'm, I'm essentially fueled is like, you know, being useful, being productive, being innovative, being like solve it and for the whole 
and, and, and really are like our core and our, and our extended core. And yeah, that's where, that's how we got here. So. Chris, I know maybe in the past you've done like, uh, I think it maybe workbook or ad edge is, is that right? Did I yeah. make that up? Do you, are you, is that still part of your kind of advertising and marketing every year or has that changed or gotten um, less? You know, um, I, I love both platforms. Um, I am, um, I'm pretty heavy on workbook. Um, and I really love, um, I had, I had a call, uh, it was like last middle of last week with, with Heidi government from workbook. And, um, you know, it was, it wasn't about, it wasn't intention to, to, to have something happen. It was like, just to let's connect. Um, you know, did you see this thing we did? And like, let's talk about that. And it ended up being like me, uh, wanting to coach her through again, getting this, like, this setup of, of in Zoom, making that scene look a little better for her. So it was a virtual me directing, um, one, letting her be the person lighting. And then like, I can't see everything right now. So I want you to see to, you know, do you like this better, this better? And I was doing screen captures of, of after we made each change and then put those like really quick send off in a PDF. So like, um, I'm getting off topic, but, uh, I, I love workbook. I, I really love AdEdge. I mean, I think it's a beautiful presentation. I haven't been a part of it in the last couple of years. Um, but they, they, um, recently, uh, recently brought on someone who who i think is really important in our industry um ken zane who, who i've been close with for a long time and and right prior to this we were um we were we were doing a lot of a lot of talking about um some of the cool things they're doing too so um we'll see um we do a lot of um direct mail pieces um so like singular postcards and, and i think the thing for for us was um we, we really liked consistency with it um, you know, I thought that was, I thought that was particularly important. Um, and that was a shift, uh, when I joined, uh, which uh, anyway, when I joined working with, uh, brought on to Heather Elder's group, um, which we were working together for about, uh, seven years. Um, you know, she, that was one of the biggest impacts, um, you know, that, that consistency and, and the last couple of years I've been really focused on, on the message of, of how we're saying what we're doing. And a lot of that work has been with, with Kate Chase and she's been, um, really integral in, in the last year with, with the book. And then also in the last three weeks with a, with a lot of the messaging, she's just like, a um, for someone who, you know, I, I think I, I communicate really well with the visuals um, and I think I can talk it through really well, but like putting the words to paper for me is, is just more of a challenge to be honest. And so she's, she's really helped shape, um, shape that messaging and like has been like a, somewhere between a wordsmith and just an overall Oracle uh, for, for what we do and, and, and saved me from situations where I was about to fall off the ladder, so to speak. So, um, you know, I, I think it's what, you know, what you're saying, how much you're saying it, how, how you're trying to connect. I think all of that's really important. Um, yeah. Are you, uh, so you mentioned that you left your last rep, uh, Heather Elder. Are you going in the direction of no representation or just kind of Correct. in a Correct. period? Yeah. You know, um, like Heather is, um, I will say, I think the most, I think she's a, just an incredible agent. She's an incredible leader. Um, it wasn't like I'm leaving my agent. It really was, there was a, we had really grown internally 
and um, kind of, you know, Robert in particular, like his relationship with the clients and, and being like, we wanted to be production focused uh, and, and just and sometimes we're just kind of working on top of each other and it, and it just made uh, sense for us. But like, you know, I, I think, I think agents are incredible. And at a time like this, like Heather Elder is doing this really incredible um, webcast. Uh, it's been like the last two Fridays and she's brought other people from different parts of the industry in and having like a really healthy conversation that is bringing multiple voices. And, and so, so when I was talking about, Oh, I'm reaching out to this group and I'm reaching out to this group and, and, and all that, like you literally are getting a really nice packaged bit of that, um, through, through, uh, it's, it's actually a workbook. I will say, uh, workbook sponsored, uh, webcast and Heidi Government, who I had the conversation with last week, who's incredible. Um, you know, she's she's bringing a lot of these people together. So you're hearing from like producers on the agency side, freelance producers, photographers, um, you know, other other industries. I, I'm not even sure who's coming on this Friday, but it, I recommend that to to a lot of people to just get perspective. And I think it'll go. I think it'll go further into to things that you know reach people in different ways. And, and again, it's just being open to these ideas right now and then finding a little comfort. Like we are in it. Yeah. And we, it's, it's, it is a, a hard line stat. It's everyone, everyone who's listening right now has a mild panic or more and that's totally healthy and you're not alone. Like it is so scalable that, that no matter where you're at, if you're starting or you're, you know, you've been for years. Yeah. 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 You know what there, it, it is universal. And like, again, work together. If you, if you can, if you can find it to just do a couple zooms a day with people like in your community, in your network, reach out a little more, like let's, let's spread good information. Again, I'm, I'm not worried about like, we, we don't have a ton of secrets. It's only the, the secrets right now are just so I don't look like an idiot in three months. So <laughs> <laughs> trying to tell it, figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I think, I think what a lot of people, and this came up in our zoom call we had uh, this morning with a bunch of creatives. I think a lot of things that people are feeling and, and uh, where they're really digging in is kind of the loss of identity. I mean, we are content creators and when you take that away from us and we can't share art and we can't share, like we identify as photographers, we identify as these things and you've taken a major portion of our identity away. I think that's really what a lot of people are struggling with is, is well, without this, who am I or what am I? Um, and so again, I just think it's super refreshing to see somebody that's out there being like, hey, I'm not giving it up. I, I'm just going to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. I, I, I would say this to that question. I, I, again, we all come to the different phases of this, this unique situation to, to at, at our own times. And, and I'm, you know, early on was surprised maybe by someone who wasn't where I was at, but now it's like, I understand. Let's talk in a week and see where we're at and see what we can do with each other. Right. So, right. but that I, you know, to, to, to speak to right where you're at, like that identity, bring it in a little bit more like, okay, like let's get in the mirror. And like, I was okay. If I thought I was this kind, if I thought I was a content creator, that's a pretty big realm, right? Right. What, right. what else were you? Like, were you, were you a content creator and a spreading this? So, or, or are you an educator? Are you a leader? Are you an author? You know, and maybe like some people might buckle in and just talk about, you know, really be introspective and reflective of their own 
situation, but like think to everyone, like you were more than just a photographer. Like you were solving some real problems. You were able to solve like everyone here who's done at least say five shoots, like they were stressful, right? So you, someone might be listening that's done 5,000, but you get put in really unique, complicated situations and you find a way to solve it. And here we are, you know, a lot of the times with a photography solution, you had a problem that needed to be solved all of a sudden in three minutes, right? Right. You got all day. It's true. True, nothing but time right now. Well, I mean, that, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, like more on the personal level for people to reflect that, like, you're not, you weren't just that thing. And if you're going to be something else, you, you were other things before. And, and again, you matter and you can impact the industry. Each, each person, like we, I, I believe it. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm speaking to a, 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 a pretty big, big audience and, um, you know, lean on each other as much as you can and be, be yourself. Um, so yeah. So I'm going I'm to ask you just a couple completely random questions just to keep it lighthearted. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's good. I, I've, I've loved all your answers and I love, you know, these conversations with people at your level that is, is such a good problem solver. Um, would you rather live 500 years in the future or 500 years in the past and why? Um, oof. Um, uh, future a hundred percent, you know, I, I, um, I think, uh, you know, I, I was kind of talking about, um, how we operate kind of shifted, um, and, and why we've made some of the bigger moves we made in the last, um, few months in the whole, but I am someone who wants, uh, I want all the information that is available if I have something from over here, like I want us all to be having the same conversation because then, you know, we can develop a, a thing together and, and find the best path forward. And that is, sorry, I just turned it back into the other thing, but yes, the future, the future. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late to everything or an hour early at, to everything? Um, I would rather be, um, hmm, that one's harder than the first one. Really? <laughs> all, hard. I, I would rather, I would rather be early. I'm, I'm trying to think back on like how, you know, I never want to have, if, if, if the focus is on, on me, I don't want people waiting, waiting for me. Um, but we, you know, it's more complicated, but yeah. Yeah. Would would you rather have five mediocre assistants or one all-star assistant? Uh, one. And why is that? Um, because, you know, from, from the way, the way we work, um, I, again, I know that if I'm not communicating the best, it can, someone who's, who's a rock star at that, can be can can fix it can can figure out what i'm trying to say ask the correct question so we're on the same level and then and then solve solve the overall problem i think someone who works efficiently if you have five people you know mediocre that's that's tricky 
variable there. Um, I love having a lot of people around, but like what qualifies a mediocre assistant versus a top level? Like, I, you know, Mike is, uh, Mike Ryan's uh, my first and I've met some first, like when we go, um, when we go to LA, there's some people that I'm just like, wow, that's cool. And it, you know, the, the, like we share information all the time. There's a, uh, there's a guy named, um, uh, uh, there was JB Fitz for a while, but he does not even in the, in the business anymore. Um, you know, gosh, like, uh, Sherman Lee, if anyone out there knows Sherman Lee, but like the first few times I worked with him, I was just like, literally the guy, like one time when I needed a thing, he knew I needed it and somehow like slid, like he was sliding the third base under the lights and popped up in one <laughs> this thing. And it was just like, you know, the, this Eureka moment. So I, I would go, I would go with one and then like, you know, you, you, it's communication. So, um, if you have five is five, you have five people, like three of them did something you wanted, but then someone was giving poor leadership to the whole, and then that slowed down the other three. And then it just is an episode of, of five stooges. <laughs> so what do you think? Let's talk more about assistance. Cause I think this is a really good way to get your, in this industry at the commercial level. What do you, what advice do you give assistants or feedback? And like, what do you look for in a great assistant? Um, uh, for us, it's like to, to kind of get in the mix. Um, it's, it's tricky because we do our, like historically, do our work wherever we do our work. I think like um, being local and, and, and doing what you're doing local or being in a local that, that has the right amount of work is, is great. Um, you know, it, it's kind of a bill, you know, where will they fit in the whole of the team is important. Um, Mike joined us in, uh, I want to say it was the spring of, of 17. And um, I remember he was brought on by another great assistant in Philly and uh, he'll remain nameless because he's not an assistant anymore. And so, uh, so Mike showed up and I, I just like, I looked at him and I, I never do this, but I was like, what's that interesting haircut? You know, like something just so strange. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see how this goes. And then like literally by the, the, I think it was the end of day two, like he was getting on board with how we worked. And, and we had a situation, I'm, I'm in a creek, we're shooting this, this project for uh, Panasonic Tough Books. And like, he, like, I, I am trying to balance on some rocks and I get some water over this. And literally the guy, the guy uh, takes his shirt off and throws me his shirt. And, and I was like, it was weird, but it was incredible. And so, you know, he was like, <laughs> he's, he's gonna hear this story. Um, but like that amount of like, solve this right now, you know, over time, you know, he kind of, he kind of ended up coming in with us and it was, a, it was um, like us all getting on the same page of communication and seeing the like, Hey, what can I do next? That resourcefulness was really important. And Hey, if, if you don't understand anything that's going on, like, and this was everybody like ask the next question and ask the next question. Like I never, if someone's showing up on the first day, I don't expect them to know much at all but I expect them to, and this goes back to the five, five assistants versus one superstar assistant. Like I need to be able to put you in action and, and know that the loop is closed. So that's how that, that has shook out for us. And yeah, 
it's interesting different like different um regions and different locales like how they operate when we come as out-of-towners um like like the la crew again is like wizards um and worth every dollar and so and they're also a lot of gratitude um so you know, early on, if we never worked with someone, I, 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 I try to make, you know, our communication is very consistent, Robert, and, and, and some of the producers we work with a lot, like um, Lockbox, like they, you know, it's, it's a lot of marching orders. And if someone is trying to be a big voice, or they're trying to put their priorities, whatever they might be in front, that's when things I'm like, not, I'm not interested in that. So yeah, long winded. Yeah, no, I, that's one of the hardest things to do because most assistants are creatives and they are probably are photographers and they want to be a photographer. And that's the number one thing that I've seen sync an assistant. You know, maybe it's their first or second or third shoot, but when yeah. they start creative advice, it's not that it might be a bad idea. It's just chain of command. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it can't, can't be at that, that level yet. And, and it's it's early um the the we were mike was really uh, you know uh, like awesome and uh, you know, kind of early on i think that was one of his like strengths early was like like a positive energy and a like a like general self-assurance in the in the emotional state and, and as an emotional communicator he was really strong i don't know if that's like making a ton of sense um so so that was strength he added a like an energy to our group where we um believe it or not could sometimes get a little high strong and like too much production and, and some of that thing so he would bring in a, a certain zen and like you know i think that's like trying to see the whole of what you might be able to bring to the to the to the group or the table or the single photographer that 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 is valuable um I, yeah, when I was, a, I did my first few assisting gigs, I was still in college. And at that time I was still training, um, I would threw javelin in college. And so we were doing a lot of Olympic lifting and my value as an assistant for a year, you know, that very early on was like running with two of the old school generators in sand. And that was my value. So I was happy to have that. And if I had given creative advice to, to some of the photographers, I probably would have been, uh, slapped. But, um, you know, the people that are receptive sometimes, it was, it was good. But for a while, how I was does, <laughs> carrying how does, one, how does one get into Javelin? Like, did someone, did your dad give you a Javelin when you were six? And then just, I've been then? Literally, I was, uh, I picked up a stick in the woods, man. And, and it was with my dad. I, sh I shit you not. It was, it was like, uh, so we, we, I grew up in the, in the country and, uh, it was, we, we would cut, um, cut our own wood. Like we oversaw this like 300 acre wooded area. And, uh, they just, after they, it wasn't our wood, but when, they, when it would get, um, all the timber taken, they'd leave the tops. And like, so we never paid to heat our house. My, the, my entire upbringing, we had, you know, uh, outdoor outdoor wood stove circulating water but we'd be out cutting wood and like you know my dad was kind of helping another like family friend it was a few years older and then it was like i'm throwing sticks in the woods and uh we had a lot of space you know practice practicing javelin in the city is hard um so when you have a a 200 foot yard or 200 uh, yard yard which is something i never thought i'd say it, it works <laughs> out great so well that's awesome so um you know, we've we've kind of talked we've talked about a lot of stuff where yeah. do you want to 
end this with action, actionable items. If, if you're looking for other people to participate, um, where can people go to find more information about what you're working on? Because it, in many ways, this seems kind of like a, almost like a Mozilla Firefox, like uh, open source type of, you know, solution. So if, if anyone listening does have an idea or a way to help, like how would you suggest that they maybe reach out to you or hit you up on social media? Um, I, I think, you know, our Instagram, I really like to channel people through there. Um, we have not been particularly active in the last week, um, but the channel is wide open. We were really, really on it. Um, and, and I love all the content of the last really two months. Um, in the past week, we put out that first video, but um, we, like I said, we've been super grinding. So there's not something new today. Uh, but, you know, can send us a message through there. Um, you know, the, there's a... Uh, uh, I don't know how big the audience is, so I'm not sure you can, you can find us. I think on the whole, like leaving a, uh, generally a takeaway message on this is, um, try, try to, try to see yourself like photography is, is not, is still sacred. Photography will go on. Um, you know, see yourself as something else and see what you can do to help somebody else. And in that process of helping someone, something, someone else, you will learn something about yourself that is going to make you much stronger going forward. And, and you'll be able to communicate that. And who knows what will come of it. You know, feel free. If you have a great idea and you want to bring it to the table to help us, you know, with what we're doing, feel free to email me. If I don't respond, it doesn't mean I don't love you. I just, we're real, we're super busy and I in advance appreciate everything. Um, you know, try and see that stuff out there. Uh, it, it was, it was a wild run. We had like right before it was the publicity launch week of the book and we just had publicity, publicity. And then it was like, you just, we tracked our Amazon numbers. We were like, we went from like, I don't know, 300,000 to like cracking, a, a like, th- like in the upper hundreds or, or like a thousand on bookseller and all of our photography categories, like crushing it. And then you saw when like the nation got the first real big piece of news on that. It just went. <laughs> Just, just, just the same. Um, it was pretty wild. So, you know, like spread, spread the information. Um, if you go watch that video, share that around, um, and keep an eye out. If you subscribe to our YouTube, that'll be an easy way to, to, when we put that next one out in a couple weeks, you'll see that. Um, we have, um, yeah, and it's on our website as well. Uh, but you know, share, share information um, share, share some comfort and, um, stay strong and like literally mean this. I really mean this, like through this, like us working together, we'll get through this. It's, 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 we'll get there. It'll be, it'll be great. Yeah. I'll, I'll put a lot of the links of this, um, in the description of, you know, this is going to be on YouTube. It's going to be probably on Instagram. It's going to be on the podcast channel. We'll try and distribute as, as much as we can. Um, and actually, you know, Zoom's been an, uh, uh, an incredible tool that I really underutilize. So, you know, I use that tool to, to see people. Don't just call people, but, you know, set up a Zoom account because they're free. And, wow. you know, you've got to check in on people because this, I mean, that's just the very first part of what you're talking about. You've taken Zoom to a whole nother production level, which I'm super excited, um, you know, to see where that goes. But, Super. It's always great to talk to you. I mean, you produce work at the highest level. Thank uh, you. You're, you're one of the best creative problem solvers probably in the game right now. So thanks for taking the time to kind of, you know, swing by and hop on the podcast. We really, uh, we really appreciate it.
Yeah, this is awesome. I enjoyed the opportunity, good to chat, and um, looking forward to uh, doing it again soon. Yeah, awesome. Doctor, I'll see you in Zoom in a couple hours. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) All right, great. Thanks, guys. All right, be well. Stay strong. This podcast is officially over. See you next time. I don't know about you, but I take comfort in that. Catch you a little later on down the trail, dude. Follow us if you want to, or don't. Don't bother EDU none.